Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This episode is brought to you by MinuteWithMary.com. Have you been to the new MinuteWithMary.com? If you haven't yet, it's gorgeous. you're going to want to check it out because uh, my husband pimped it out, guys, and it's looking mighty good. And there's a new Minute with Mary podcast. Just saying, head on over to Minute with Mary. You know, after your father died, what I hated the most? Time. at it. I just despised clocks and calendars and anything that was telling me that life was moving on and I needed to move along with it. Rebecca? Rebecca, hey, where are you going? And I think you and I are really alike in that way, you know. We really didn't want the next big moments of our life to come. I can't go in there. I can't be in there right now. I can't What's do What's going on? This is all wrong. He was supposed to be here. I can't breathe. Not without him. Not for a very long time. Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us Too. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, let's all have a good cry. Hey everybody, how's it going? My name's Mary Larson. My name's Blake. And you know... I really feel for Miguel in this episode. Everybody wants to call this the graduates episode. Yeah. They all they all want to like talk about, you know, how everyone was graduating and they, yes, there is this the, there is this narrative uh texture to it all Truly. Uh, that that connects the graduates. But this this for me, this for me is a Miguel episode. Y'all been sleeping on my boy Miguel. I'm telling really? you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we'll get into it later a little later on and I just I I really find myself liking this guy so much. I wish right. like I wish I had a Miguel. Who's just there for you? Everybody needs a Miguel. <laughs> like you know how in Outlander they say everybody needs a Murtaugh. No 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 totally different. At way different. Everybody needs a Miguel. Agreed. <laughs> Well, guys, we just want to make sure that you're subscribed to the show. You can follow us on social media and on YouTube by searching Mary and Blake. And also, too, if you want to get some more of us, make sure you check us out at maryandblake.com, where you can find all of our podcasts, including a newly announced Game of Thrones podcast that we're doing for season six. The five, sorry, is it season? No, it's season, Seven. season eight, as a matter eight? of fact. I don't know why the hell I said season six. I don't that know. was a wicked brain fat. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be doing season eight, the final season. It's gonna. Oh, I know why I said season six because it's six episodes. There you go. That's the reason why it's gonna. There be, you go. That podcast will be called "The North Remembers." The North. You know, because we're from Rhode Island and where Northern North. is, and you yeah. see, see what we did there. See what we did there. And I'm totally House Stark. You're you're absolutely House Stark. Give me all the snow. I I. Yeah. <laughs> 
and I am absolutely House Lannister. Really? Just like how you're a Gryffindor. Yeah. And I am a Slytherin. You're a wizard, Harry. You really think you're House Lannister? Oh, absolutely. Really? Oh, absolutely. I, I don't want to be like that random house, like house like Tarly. I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> How about Tully? No, I don't want House, house Tully. House Tully might as well be. Don't don't hate on my girl cat. House Tully. Don't hate. Might as well be. Oh, what's what's our son's house? Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. They're all Hufflepuffs. Stop. Tullys are all Hufflepuffs. And if you're a fan of Newt's Commander, you're down with that. All right, continue, Blake. <laughs> what's your story for today? So my story today actually has to do with Miguel, as a matter of fact, and. The moment that Rebecca is freaking out. From this moment. <laughs> uh, she is freaking out at Randall's graduation, and she's having a, a legit panic attack. And Miguel comes running out there, and all I want to do is just rank on him, because he's, he's <laughs> he just goes out there, and he doesn't know what to say. He doesn't know what to do. He's just like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, just try to breathe. <laughs> so sweet. I was like, oh my God, Miguel, you're so cute. But you know what? I can't rank on him because I've had those moments. I've had those moments where my wife has had a panic attack. Truth. And um and many a times I just I don't even know what to do. I uh I don't even know what to say. I don't know how to console it. it's one of those things like I wish they taught you in school. Right? Yeah. They need to help you because there's going to be people in your life, myself included, who have panic attacks. <laughs> right. Which, Mandy Moore did oh, a good job. Man, that looked like a real panic attack. Yeah. Even when she was just about to try to say, I just want to turn the clock back. Like There, there was this look of anger on her face, which was tremendous. Anyway, that, I'm, we're, we're going to get into that later. But I, that whole feeling of being overwhelmed and not even knowing what to do. I'm sure that for those of you who who have had spouses... Partners, friends, loved ones. Well, you know what I mean. Like where you just don't know what to do. I mean, like for example, like let's have this honest conversation right here, real quick. What, yeah. what, what do you want me to do when you have a panic attack like that? I want you to put your arms around me. Okay. And I want you to tell me to breathe. Just breathe. Just, just breathe, like Miguel did. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, just, just try to breathe. Maybe I don't know. Tell me about this episode. This episode was entitled The Graduates. Of course, it's focusing itself on the three different graduations mm-hmm. that were based in this episode. One, we have Kevin and Kate at their high school. We have Randall at his high school. And then we have Kate again, finally getting her eight college credits uh, for her community college. And it was so it was such a good Toby moment to, yeah. to make this to make it. Uh, their director was Sarah Boyd. She's actually a longtime editor and, and uh, actress who has worked a ton with your boy Carlton Cuse from Lost. Uh, really? She has actually directed, yeah, she's edited a bunch of his shows, and she's directed a bunch of his shows as well, uh, including uh, Bates Motel, mm-hmm. uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. He did not run that show, but uh, she's also uh, directed an episode of Colony, another one of Carlton Cuse's shows, Nine One One, and The Flash. Okay. And the writers, they actually were two. One was KJ Steinberg. Uh, you should all know her. She is the writer behind the best washing machine in the world. What now? Number one and number two, as well as Toby. And she partnered with Danielle Bowman, who is actually a brand spanking new writer. I mean, 
for the most part. She's, she got her first credit in 2018 for a film that she wrote called Seeing Green, which is actually about a cake shop owner who poisons unsuspecting women, what? turning them into bridezillas. What? <laughs> so I absolutely need to see this film. Where can one watch it? I have no idea. She has obviously written this episode, and she's writing an upcoming short called Good Morning Sunshine. Awesome. So what do you got for your lemonade rating, my Okay, so I'm going to give this episode a 4.7, a solid episode. Got a lot of things going on. A lot of things going on. How about you? Uh, I'm giving this one a four and a half. Uh, because that there's a lot, in in, ter- in the words of Rebecca Pearson, there's a lot of freaking things happening. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was not as effective as I think for, for me as it was for most people. Uh, but there are some things in here that it really nails mm-hmm. and it really gets it right. Uh, and it, a lot of it has to do with Rebecca for me. Uh, so because of that, Rebecca saves this episode, giving it a cool... Four and a half. Okay, cool. All right. GVG time. Our goods, our bads, our greats. My good was Toby's party that he threw for Kate. Um, I know totally random, but like it was just so sweet that he threw this party and invited the other two graduates. Like that was just, (laughs) there's moments that I really am like meh about Toby. Um, But this was really a sweet moment and really cool. And just, I'm someone who loves to celebrate that one of my coined phrases that I love to say is celebrate everything. Like just have fun, really jump into each holiday, find those different reasons to have parties um, and just get people together. And I love that Toby did that. My bad was how could anyone afford anything? Like seriously. Okay. I'm just going to put it out there that everyone has airline miles that people can fly easily back and forth across the country because they use a credit card that does airline miles. But seriously, everyone's flying everywhere. That little mini Toby party that he planned, like that probably cost a lot. There were rental tables and linens. I saw those things and a bartender that ain't cheap. So I'm just very confused. And I'm very confused how Randall and Beth are surviving because I've had people that I know who are council people. They mm-hmm. don't get paid a lot. They get paid very little. So if this is Randall's new job, his J-O-B, it's paying like maybe a part-time salary. Sure. And then Beth is teaching, what, three dance classes a week, maybe getting $15 an hour? Right. And, and by the way, Beth all of a sudden becoming a dance teacher now? Like, I know that was, that was her goal, but just it, from immediately just jumping from being like some jabroni on the side of the road to now, like, she's just being a jag, you know, to all of a sudden now she's teaching. And it's no. not like she's teaching at the Y either. Like, she's teaching at like at some like normal school. place. Yeah. Yeah. But I just don't understand how these people are paying their mortgage. And uh, my great were the Miguel and Rebecca scenes. Yes. The Miguel and Rebecca scenes. I'm really excited to continue to see their courtship. I am not saying that they are better than Rebecca and Jack because we had that with the little video camera, but I'm thinking shame. No, 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 no. Don't don't even don't even insinuate that. No, you're I'm not. That. Okay. I'm not. I'm right. saying it's not, but I'm saying that I'm enjoying this. Okay. Okay, so you're good. My good was Deja finally getting something to do. Hey, Deja. Finally. I mean, we we spent so much time with her in season two. Yeah. And then we had her mother's episode in her episode in this season, which, uh, thank you. I mean, like, it, yeah. that's great. Uh, but that's it. That's all. That's all we got. I actually know. No, her episode, the mother's episode, that was in season two. So that wasn't even season. I, no. 
No, Deja finally getting something to do other than just sit around a table and eating cereal. Yes. <laughs> right? Um, I really like that. And of course, Lyric Ross just friggin' nailed it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she deserves more. She needs more. And, you, you know, I, I, it's a sign, this thing with Deja. This it's indicative, I, I think, of what the show is finally circling back to. Finally, mm-hmm. which is we had a bunch of narratives that were left off from season two. We have a bunch of things that I think they finally have to get back to uh, because they went down a couple of odd routes, and this feels like the beginning of them circling back to that. And Deja being one of them uh, is a good start. The bad, Agreed. the bad for me is I feel like they're purposely trying to make us hate Randall. Like, I feel like they're purposely giving us a bunch of crap from Randall, and I can't stand it. I mean, he, he tells Beth that she has to put a pin, uh, oh, ooh, if there's one thing I hate in this world more than anything, it's that phrase, let's put a pin in that. I don't even know what that means. It's like, tack it up on the wall, we'll get back to it later. It's like Pinterest. I'm going to save this, but actually I'm not coming back to it. I'm not going to make that beautiful Christmas waffle that looks like a Christmas tree that's dyed <laughs> with green food coloring and that's decorated with strawberries and blueberries and a little whipped cream for the star at the it, top. And it would look like absolute puke if we tried to do that. Remember I actually did it, though? Yes, you and did it do it. it came out beautifully. It came, it came out all right. It came out all right. But everything else I've pinned, I've never done. Right. So he says, I hate that phrase. Let's put a pin in that. Like, oh God, it's like corporate mumbo jumbo that kills me. But like, he's out there saying this to Beth, yet he takes the time to have this big moment uh, uh, where it's almost confusing, where we're like, okay, we have to hate Randall, but then he goes and he visits Kate and Kevin and everything. Because it's not that simple, Blake. Life isn't that simple, and neither is Randall. No, no. But she, but he, he tells he tells Beth to put a pin in it, yet he takes off to do whatever the hell he wants to do. Because above all, it's all about the big three. Uh, that's No, but that's what I'm saying, but that's not good. Yeah. I mean, you know the other three, that's what they said. It's always, Remember? Remember when they went out drinking, Beth, Toby, right, and Miguel? But, but like, we even have this thing of like, throughout this whole episode, of them saying... That Kate and Kevin have this relationship. And even older Randall says, like, you know, high school Randall says, I want nothing to do with that. You guys, you guys do what you do. I'm going to go off and do my own thing. So it's it's not like it's always been about the big three. It hasn't been. No, but kind of has. So I don't know. I just, I'm, okay. I'm confused by what they're doing with Randall. I agree. They're, they're making us be confused. But great. The great, great. the great is absolutely, absolutely Mandy Moore. Candy. <laughs> I, oh, I love everything that they're doing with Mandy Moore, and I don't know if it's because of her specifically, but it's 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 all great. Mandy Moore, Mandy Moore is like untouchable she, in this episode. She is so freaking good. And there are two moments in this episode where I think she nails it I, me. I mean sp- like just knocks it out of the pack which is number one when the guy asks her out for coffee and she's like uh like it just this silent acting this this you don't need words for that right you just she's just like okay I, I i gotta go and it's this moment where she looks at her ring and she's like holy crap i have to move on and, and that is what sets the tone for the rest of the episode not only for her i think but for the rest of the characters 
what a great opening. And then it culminates uh, in that moment with uh, the freak out with Miguel. Oh, so good. And she has that angry look on her face where she's like, I just want the time to stop. Yes. I just want it to, I want it to roll back. Just like how they were watching the VHSs. She wants to roll the VHS, VHSs back and watch them. Watch Jack. Yeah. Um, unbelievable stuff. I think that is some spectacular writing. And that, for me, is what saves this episode. Agreed. You ready for the big three feedback? You bet. And we said. That's three. Big three. Carrie Dowling gave this episode four lemonade. She says, I'm worried that This Is Us is going to Game of Thrones us and kill off you a know major character. Now. That's right. And kill off a major character. She thinks it's going to be Kate. But articles keep saying that Katobi are going to have a unique parenting challenge. So hopefully both the baby and Kate survive, but the outcome won't be picture perfect. I like the buildup in this episode delivered for the rest of the season. It left us with more questions than answered, and I cannot wait until next week. Anna Spain checks in. She says four and a half lemonades for her. The good was watching Rebecca deal with her grief. Most shows gloss over the pain or show the parent being strong. And becoming bitter. Rebecca is vulnerable away from the kids, but is strong in front of them. The bad was Kevin off the wagon. It's not really a bad. I'm glad to see him fall off the wagon, but most people relapse five or six times before getting sober and and staying. I'm glad to see that they're showing his struggle, yet he has not embraced the sober life Mm 24-7. The great was the graduation. Toby made sure Kate was proud of her accomplishment, even if she didn't feel like it was an accomplishment, and Toby shared her joy with the others. And this season has been about the destruction of Beth and Randall's marriage. They came together when they were grieving their father's death and the death of their dreams, and Randall going to Howard and Beth dancing professionally. Their relationship was based in grief rather than joy. And now that they are older and have come to grips with who they are and stretching themselves into what they want to be. And as a relationship is built brick by brick, is destroyed also by brick by brick. And Randall choosing the career over Beth's wishes. Twice, that destruction is beginning. And Beth has found her voice and she is starting to use that voice. And Randall might not like what will be coming out. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen, my friend. Dolores Reed Little gave this episode three lemonade. She said, I'm a tough critic like Blake. Boom. Dolores is GBG, her good Deja struggling to find the right words and explaining to Randall why she doesn't want to skip a grade. Lyric Ross does a fantastic job playing Deja and the character grows more beautiful in each episode, both physically and emotionally. Her bad was Randall suggesting Beth put her dreams on hold, although his tone wasn't exactly a suggestion. No, Randall. No. I've been a big Randall fan from the very first episode, but not tonight. Not in this scene. I was really expecting him to say he wasn't going to be going to go get sworn in as the councilman. And Dolores is great. It's a tie. Number one, I love it when the show makes me cry. And that certainly happened with Rebecca's grief. So raw. She was crying and so was I. And number two, for Dolores is great, was I love it when the show makes me laugh. In reference to Kevin, you know, the one where Chris Helmsworth and the other Helmsworth had a baby. That's where Dolores <laughs> lost it. That line. Oh, great. And have it ju- and, and have it juxtaposed by actually Kevin waking up from a drunken haze at that very moment at the same time, too. Um, and then there being like a Chris Helmsworth commercial yeah. in the next break. <laughs> I think that was what was perfect. It was like all of this. It was a Liam laughing. Hemsworth. Oh, it was Liam. The yeah. other one. Yeah. Gail. 
It was the G- other one. Gale of Hunger Games fame. <laughs> <laughs> Miley Cyrus's husband. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, that that man stuck with it through her. Well, stuck through it with her, thick and thin. He I, was no, it wasn't stuck through it. You know, he was down. He was down with that ball. <laughs> you know what, wrecking ball. Yes, he was down with that. He whole was down twerk. with the wrecking ball. <laughs> I think he was down. All right. So, what do you got for uh, what? What stuck out to you most about this episode? Where Where do you Where do you think you want to begin with that? Let's start with the big three. Because this is this was my bad about this episode in regards to like how everything went. There was so much, so I just need to yeah, tell you guys. I know so that it was Blake's much. story time. <laughs> it was Blake's story time. But I got my hair cut today, and I'm gonna get my hair cut. Okay, guys. For those Pixie. of you who don't know, I'm trying to embrace my natural hair color, which is salt and pepper. And little by little, I've been cutting my hair. I haven't. I've gone to the salon, and um, today it's a pixie. Which is a very different thing for me since I've had hair almost all my life. Anyway, um, so I was at the salon having the hairstylist cut off all my hair. And this lady next to me was like, I watched This Is Us. And I'm really disappointed with what they did with Kevin. Because he's drinking again. Mm -hmm. And I really don't like that. And I said, I completely disagree. I think that that is perfectly in line with his character. Seeing as how after going to intervention and going to the retreat... He doesn't seem to have weekly therapy appointments. He doesn't have a sponsor checking in with him. He doesn't seem to be growing or really like keeping himself in check. Yes, he went away. And yes, he went on this traveling and all these different things. But like since coming back, like we haven't seen him acknowledge the drinking Mm -hmm. that 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 is um, a devil on his shoulder. So I said, you know, I think that this is actually quite in line with people who do have addictions, that they do fall off the wagon multiple times. And so it was really interesting having this conversation in the hair salon where I just like laid the smack down. You schooled her. Yeah. Basically, you schooled her. Yeah, I was like, I <laughs> like that they did this for Kevin. Not that I like it, but you know what I mean? It made it no, more it, realistic. It, it, makes it, it makes it interesting for, for the character. And, and Kevin, as we've discussed on this, on this show, is by far, I think, the most so far well-written yes. character of the big three. Uh, I think it's, it's, a, it's a close... It's a close... T- Randall's, I think, is a very close second. Mm-hmm. A very close second, but I think Kevin so far has gotten the best treatment, uh, and by treatment I mean the best, um, the best attention from the writers, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. And and here's the thing, though. I mean, you were right. I mean, there is just so much that happens with this episode, and I'm of the belief that this is us does best when it just focuses itself. Mm-hmm. If it just focuses. Yep. And says, this is what we're doing. And I feel like the show has gotten to a point where they got 18 episodes. They want to go down certain routes. And then they realize, oh, my God, we have to close all this up. And they, instead of just focusing on one thing, mm-hmm. they just say, okay, let's tell everything all at once. We have to get this all in now. I mean, let's look at this. I mean, we have... Um, you know, Jack and Rebecca getting the camera. We're looking at toddler big three. Then we're getting high school graduations in the in the 90s. We're all over the place. Then we're getting college graduations mixed in with Kevin's alcoholism. And let's toss in some Randall and Beth in there. And to tap it all, top it all off with a nice little bit of salt and pepper is the fact that we have a premature baby coming. 
Yep. And this all happens in one episode. Yep. I it mean, was a lot. It should have been two hours. Right. And this is like what what frustrates me because we spent so much time on the crap with the election process and, yep. and, and, and Randall. And we couldn't have, like, as I'm watching this episode, I'm like, where was all of this? Yep. Like, for the past number of weeks and yeah. it's and it's in, in compounding the fact is we are constantly getting interrupted this season i mean not only did we have president trump's thing with the state of the union well, yeah we that... had we had the break and then last week we got to friggin watch the world of dance oh my gosh what are we even talking about bro you know it's funny because of course at the end of this episode they said coming for the next four or five, five weeks. weeks straight yeah. like they really five wanted to make sure that row. they were like yeah five weeks in a row and I I'm sad because um, really the continuity of this show has been so <laughs> disjointed like it's non non-existent yeah. we went from having songbird part one then missing two weeks to songbird part two then we had the random beth episode which was amazing but had we had these week after week like the writers had intended sure it would it would have been better this wouldn't I have hope. felt like such an ice cream sundae because that's what this felt like this felt like an ice cream sundae like we're gonna put on a premature baby we're gonna put on that Kevin's drinking again it was a we're full gonna banana put split on a f- you know what we're gonna add some Toby Flair and we're gonna add some Miggy <laughs> we're gonna have some boy Miguel yeah, and I, I, Rebecca's yeah. gonna have a meltdown because y'all know that you like that because that's different mm-hmm. okay here's that and um, what else can we add on it everything oh and you know what the cherry a glimpse of Jack trying to keep, catch popcorn in his mouth. Oh. Just in case you miss Jack Pearson, we're going to throw in a little bit of that. So you get all three of the babies. You yep. get the babies, you get the teenagers, you get the adults. They're all flying freaking all over the place with their airline <laughs> miles. Nobody's working ever, except Beth. Beth was the only one. You know what? That's what Beth just said to Randall. She said, Randall, I'm the only freaking person in this entire family who acknowledges that I actually just came back from work. I just came back from work. Of every single person in this entire Pearson clan. I made $15. <laughs> but at least... I just came back from work. Can Toby say that? No. Can Kevin say that? No. Can you say that? You're not even sworn in. Made fifteen dollars. You're welcome. I can pay a fifth of our cable bill right now. Okay. You're welcome. welcome. I just made fifteen (laughs) dollars. I wish she made something because she's supposed to fly out. I saw her in the preview for next week. She's going to need that fifteen bucks. (laughs) I saw her at the hospital. Everybody's waiting for Kate just to. You know, just see what stop happens. Stop leaking, man. So I, it, it'll be interesting. I will say that even though I think I don't like the fact that this was just everything in the kitchen sink kind of episode, I think they had to have it because they spent so much time with, uh, with Uncle Nicky, and then they had that moment with with Beth, uh, with that episode. Which and was then, amazing. And it's like, okay, now we have to get back to the story yeah. that we were telling. And we have six episodes to do it. And we gotta set everything back up again. Yep. We broke we broke everything down between those between these last three or four episodes. We yep. just we put it all off. And now we gotta we gotta get back into it again. So it'll be interesting to see what happens 
uh, especially with you know the baby and all that other stuff, and see how where see where the story goes. Because honestly, I have no idea where it's going to go from here. So okay, so most likely they're going to have a premature baby. We're moving on yeah, from yeah, Kevin. We're going to Kate. So they're most likely going to have a premature baby. Um, and that will be something that will be different. Um, there has been a little speculation if Kate's baby is going to be special needs. Um, I feel like maybe that would have already been addressed. Like if they had had a 20 week ultrasound or even like a 13 week ultrasound because yeah. Kate has been already so high risk. Mm-hmm. But that could also still be on the table because nonetheless, we know that this pregnancy has got some issues going on with it. So the baby issue we know is not going to be. Sunshine and roses. Right, right. So, oh, you know, the thing I like about this too, this episode, is that it finally kind of addressed and went back to this notion that both Kate and Kevin share something mm-hmm. together. They share this weird twin thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the show has not done that well throughout its three season run. Like, we had, remember that one moment when. Kevin was on the plane and he lands and like, and Kate like wakes up. He's like, oh, yeah, he's okay. Yeah. That was like the last time we've had the, like one of the two of them acknowledge this weird twin thing. Well, I think, I think some bad stuff's going to happen with Kevin and it's going to be hitting Kate. Uh, maybe, but I'm, I'm glad that they finally went back to it yes. and even highlighting it with all the stuff between the toddlers and how he would come out and mm-hmm. give her food or he would give her a hug when she was crying. So cute. Like, because Kate has taken care of Kevin his entire adult life for the most part. And it is even highlighted in the fact that with the high school big three, she's saying, you're going to, you're, you're going to leave me and you're just going to ditch the family. Dad just died four months ago. Wait, you going to NYU to chase Sophie, this broad over yep. here. Like, what are you doing? This broad. And it goes to show you that. Even though Kate has taken care of adult Kevin in so many different ways, exemplified in the fact that he he woke up all boozed up and, and Kate shows up at his doorstep, he, as a baby and as a teenager, was the one that was taking care of Kate. Yeah. And having that juxtaposition between the two was great. Having the, Jack and Rebecca be like, okay, let's switch. And you switch the kids and she hugs and he hugs awesome. her. Oh, man. That was awesome. That, that was some good stuff. That was some good stuff. <sighs> um, okay, so moving on to Randall. Yes. I mean, I feel like we've already addressed it. Yeah, Randall just sucks right no, now. Uh, no. Yeah, he does. No. He does. He absolutely does. No. And no. I, who, who said it? Uh, it was, it was, I, I think, don't think he sucks. It was, it was, I think it was Anna or it was, or it was Dolores. Uh, it was Dolores. I, I kind of expected him to say, you know what? This whole councilman thing, I'm out. I'm out. How would you feel if that actually happened? Would you feel pissed off because they spent so much time getting to that point? Or would you be like, okay, that makes sense. And it makes sense that he would do that because it meant so much to him. And we spent so much effort in getting there. And for him to be like, I'm done. That would make sense. I, as a viewer, would be like, why did you waste my life? With all of this election stuff. So I'm yes. happy that he's sticking it out. I don't know where they're going to go with that storyline because I'm so sick of it already. Unless Kevin gets to go break down more buildings in Philadelphia <laughs> or whatever. Um, I'll be down with that. But um, yeah, I would have been pissed had he said, okay, honey, you can keep dancing for $15 an hour. Because truthfully, that's all Randall's going to get. Right. Right. Totally agree. You don't make a lot of money. I've looked. You know, I've looked. You probably get paid, paid like 40K. 
That's probably it. Less. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's wicked less. Remember I've tried to, I've thought about, you know, running? Yeah, I know, Leslie. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, I'm not sure if we've talked about this, but, um, you know, whenever Mary decides to get really involved in stuff, I call her Leslie because she is essentially Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec. Yeah. She... (laughs) She gets all excited and... Uh, and I want to save the day. And she just wants to save the day. You know, it's it's okay. It's okay. How did you feel about him, though, interacting with Deja? Uh, what was... I, when he was like doing that whole thing, like, no, nope, yeah, no, uh, okay. Loved nope, it. And that that's why I don't totally 100% hate Randall in this episode, because... He's trying, okay? Mm-hmm. He's not a bad guy. He doesn't have like hatred and I think he's definitely a little blinded, sure. but he's spinning all these plates. He's spinning a lot of plates right now. Yep. And I do think that he and Beth need to go to couples therapy. Oh, they might need to go on a little vacation. I don't think that Randall is a bad guy, okay? I think that people need to remember, because everyone's on the Randall hate train right now. People have their seasons where they're a really good spouse. Sure. And then people have their seasons where they're not really the best spouse. But let's be real. Randall's trying to save pretty much a city. Randall's trying to take care of his family. He's trying to be an amazing foster dad. Randall just lost his birth father this past year. He's got a lot on his plate right now. And I'm not saying that what he did was okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that like everyone who is hating on Randall is forgetting that they're trying to portray a human person. That's true. That's true. But the problem is for the first two seasons, Randall was portrayed as as Randall. I mean, he, he and Beth were hashtag couple calls. Hey, guess what? Blake and I have been hashtag couple girls to some people. <laughs> and then you know what else? Blake and I have had to go to couples therapy. And yes. Blake and I have had really rough seasons of our marriage. So that's why, guys. I'm telling you, like, we've had several friends recently be like, oh my gosh, you guys are such a perfect life. Even our babysitter, who's watching our kids right now, is like, I want to be you guys when I grow up. <laughs> I was and like, Blake no, you don't. Like, um, <laughs> thank you. But like, you know, no, you don't. Mary doesn't know how to clean, <laughs> and uh, Blake doesn't know how to wear a belt. And so I, don't ha- like, I don't have any appreciable life skills. Yeah, both, neither of if us. If we were in The Walking Dead, I would be dead. I would be dead too. I we we would both be dead immediately. You know what we would need to do? What's that? Is just pretend to be like Peter Malark from The Hunger Games and learn how to paint ourselves so that we can yeah. hide. <laughs> Hide on the ground. That's the only thing we could do. We're like t- loud and tall and we'd be eaten. Maybe so I should just... start throwing sacks of flour like PETA. You know? Yes. <laughs> Give with my Superman strength. <laughs> so nonetheless. I you know I think there's even that... sorry, go ahead. I think Randall's human. I think there's even some subtext here of why we all kind of hate Randall right now. Because really? Deja yeah, Deja is the one that's saying, Randall, I don't want to do things the way that you did them. I don't wanna I don't want to have my story out there and use that mm. and be celebrated from coming from nothing. I mean, you're going everyone. Everyone's talking about how you were left off at a fire station, yada yada. And she's like, mm-hmm. you use that. I I don't want that. And it's this subtext yeah. I think that we're all feeling like everything. Rand- nothing is cu- coming up, Randall. Mm-hmm. It's coming up everything else except Randall. Right yeah. Yep. And even even Deja has this moment where it all kind of connects in with the rest of the episode and it makes us feel for her. Yes, obviously because her essay was published by some dumbass teacher. Watch your language. Um, but we even get more of a connection and it's written, it's baked into this connection, by the way, 
it's baked in because we have Deja saying, I finally have an opportunity to have a system. Like, I finally have an yep. opportunity to just sit stability. back and have stability and just enjoy it. And this whole time, we even have Rebecca saying, I want stability. Yes. I want time to stop. Yes. I want everything to be put on hold. And what that does for Rebecca's character, it highlights, I think, all of her big traits that she has mm. and how that has affected the rest of of the big three, Mm -hmm. right? Rebecca has anxiety and she has fallen victim to her anxiety. You see it, especially in this episode. And that anxiety is part of Randall. Mm -hmm. This idea of pushing things off and not wanting to move on is something that they explore between both she and Kate, right? Right? Right. They they it, they they show that, and even even the stuff where she's just like, I want nothing to do with any of you. <laughs> I want nothing to do. I I can't I can't believe that Jack is dead. I can't believe that my life is where it is now. We're mm-hmm. in this apartment. I can't be in this apartment right now. She she shares that kind of same thing with Kevin. Yep. And Gosh. it's 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 that this is the kind of again this is the stuff that saved the episode for me. This is the stuff that okay. that did it for me. Do you want to go to the in and the outs? Yes. In our, in our outs? In or out. Let's do it. What's it going to be, McFly? Are you in or out? All right. Checking back in on this one because I have to. It, okay. it, this is the this is like the prerequisite. All right. Zoe. In out. or out on Zoe? Out. Whoa, whoa. You were in on Zoe last episode. Now you're out. I'm only in with Zoe when she's with Beth. <laughs> okay. Zoe so- wasn't in this episode except she was calling and then she came to the party. Right. And... um. Am I in with Zoe or out with Zoe this episode? She didn't really do. She hasn't done anything really to affect the plot in any way since Vietnam. You know, you want to know something? What? I'm in with Zoe in this episode. Oh my god! What? How in God's earth can you be in on Zoe? Because she behaved in a way that I wouldn't have. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh my god! I would have been all over that phone call, been like, "Where are you? Oh, just meet me at the thing," and I would have freaking known that something was up, <laughs> and I would have gone to the hotel no, anyway. No. I'm not going to meet you there. I'm going to go anyway. No, I would have lied. Oh, okay, honey. And then yeah. I would have told the driver, bring me to that hotel. <laughs> All right. In or out. Kevin drinking again. I'm in in the sense that I find that to be realistic. I'm out because it makes me sad. Uh, all right, in or out, Madison's commencement drink. So in, so in. Madison continues just to be a glass half full. But <laughs> she's like, pregs and sobs. <laughs> Ah, I didn't know she said so. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Pregs you know, and soaps. Oh man, I hated Madison for so long. But you're on the Madison train. I, I am way on the Madison train. I, I love this. I, I want her to. I want. To, I want her to spend more time with Kate. That's what I want. Oh yeah. I want Kate to be an actual person outside of Toby. Kate needs a friend, and that friend is Madison. Absolutely. All right. In or out. Toby taking on the Jack role. What? He's taking on a Jack role. The answer is no. Out. Yeah. I'm way out on that too. Correct. Because he's like, oh, I'm do big things. It's Toby. uh, Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no. That's remember how remember he's like, I'm going to make it a thing. And he comes with the with the with the robes and everything. And like, you know, and and remember how we built the 
he had yes, someone build the thing. I just feel like that's Toby. I'm not saying that he's trying to take over the Jack role. But I feel like I feel like he's trying a little bit. I just think that that's Toby. I mean, do you remember the flair of the outfit when he went to the party? I do. I do recall. I feel like this is just Toby being Toby. <laughs> All right. Uh, in or out? In or out on VHS tapes? Oh, I'm so in. Yeah. Not gonna lie, I watched that and I thought, how are my kids gonna watch? my videos that I've taken of them if I die early and they don't know how to work my iPhone. That's true. Like, I need to sit down and burn DVDs twice a year so my kids have this stuff because if it's just all on our phones, how are they going to watch it? Right. Uh, You know, speaking of VHS, there is only one blockbuster video left in this entire planet. Where is it? It's in Oregon. Bend, Oregon. That's where it is. We have some listeners in Oregon. Hey, there we go. So go to Bend <laughs> and go get go check out Blockbuster. It's the only one left. And as a matter of fact, they've made they they have expanded it into a bar, and awesome. they've done like all this cool stuff with it. I love it. So I feel like that's that's like a we national treasure there. that should yes. just stay there. I agree. And it's become a tourist attraction now. People are like, oh my god, Block! Don't you remember the love and the excitement of going to Blockbuster? Oh my gosh! And their overpriced snacks. Yeah, you caught. You'd be like, at the time, it was like five bucks for a thing of Skittles, and you're like, wait, what? I remember they had video games. Yes, I, I of course. Oh, I I didn't really like have game consoles, and I was like, oh, those fancy rich kids with their video games. <laughs> I got my Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, the, just the the pure excitement of going to Blockbuster and just seeing your movie and the oh and, my god and the tragedy when it was just the little like plastic card that said out. Oh, and you just you wanted to murder everybody. You were like, I want to see Home Alone 2. Yeah, I want Home Alone 2. Where is it? Where I don't want Home Kevin Alone McAllister 1 with that weird bird lady. <laughs> All right, uh in or out. Guy asking Rebecca out for coffee. In I'm kind of in on this one too. Why are you in on it? Cuz I feel like this would really happen. You know what I mean? Like he's in because he's like I've I've been a single dad forever. Mm-hmm. Okay, not forever, but for a very long time. And he drops that. And then he asks her and you could tell right away he was like shoot, shoot. Oh my word vomit. Oh my god. Oh my god. I didn't even mean to do in. that. Yeah, so I'm in because I feel like once again this is very realistic yes. that someone would ask Rebecca out on a date. This someone who isn't mourning and has been single for a long time and says, "Wow, this woman's hot and she's awesome and like I totally dig her." And, "Hey, do you want to go out for coffee?" "Oh my god, I your husband just died oh my gosh Uh, yeah all right uh in or out on getting a miguel episode very soon in i'm in on that too i don't think it's gonna happen this season though I will really be in if there's Christmas inflatables. <laughs> you know there. Of course there's going to be. Have they to have be to have Christmas one. holiday flair. <laughs> L- listen, if if not, if in season four, writers, if you're listening, Miguel needs Christmas flair. We saw those inflatables and that sheer joy in his face. That needs to be part of his character core. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of this, by what? the way, speaking of the, the, the This Is Us writers, I just want to put this out there. I just right. want to put this out there. Last episode, we we have to make a correction because we, we were do. called out. Uh, and last then we episode, need to wrap this up. yeah, we will. Last episode, we went. We said that Beth never talked about her father dying early, and wouldn't you know, we ended up getting a direct message on Twitter from one uh, one person that is just very very 
very important to what we do Very near and dear to our hearts. Yes. And she actually did speak about her dad in season one, as a matter of fact. And that message came from this person. No, no, it was not Whitney. It was my girl, Kay Oyegan. Kay messaged us and was like, hey, I just want to clarify with you guys. She did talk about her dad, and it was in season one, tw- in two different episodes, as a matter of fact. So we are uh, we acknowledge the, 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 the bad information that we sent out to the world, uh, and we are taking it back from the ether, and we are correcting it. All right, uh, last one, in or out. Uh, in or out on Radio Shack Jack. Oh my God, Jack! Period. In. Oh yes, I'm. I'm Popcorn all about Radio Jack. Shack. Jack. All about it. And, oh. and you know what it is too. I'm all about that Jack. I think I'm all about the bearded Jack. Like I like mustache Jack. I like goatee Jack. But beard Jack, I need more beard Jack in my life. I just need Jack. <laughs> all right. Final thoughts for this episode, my darling. Have you any? No. No. Not one. Not one. Yeah. I think I'm kind of with you on this one. Okay. I think I was. I, I think I'm just. My final thought is this. I don't know if it's because they're running out of steam for this season, uh-huh. or if they waited too long. But I'm not saying my interest level in the show is down, mm-hmm. but I feel like it is not at the same level that it was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I do. I still love it. I still get great joy out of it. I still enjoy watching it. I'm hoping for a good five strong episodes in a row. I think we'll be getting those. <laughs> I think so too. All right. Uh, you, you got a hot take? Yes. All right. Let's uh, let's let's do the hot take. If I could find my sound, there it is. What I'm so nervous that Kevin's gonna die. Kevin's gonna die. Yeah. Why do you think Kevin's gonna die? Because there's no fast forward, Kevin. Huh. Yeah, you're right. There has been no fast forward, Kevin, so far. No. Yeah. Oh my. Okay. 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 I got you on that one. That's that's a good one. And you know, I, I'm gonna follow that up. I'm gonna piggyback on that. You know, Beth in the flash forward. She she didn't seem too enthused to going to be seeing Rebecca. She's like, okay, we're gonna go see Randall's mom. Like. I wonder if Rebecca gets in the middle of their relationship somehow be- because there's go- there's obviously friction between Beth and Randall. And I wonder if Rebecca gets in the middle somehow and that is what causes the divide between oh, the two no. of them. I just I just wonder like I feel like that might be the case. And oh by the way, I'm calling it right now. Kate lives, the baby lives. They don't don't get yourself twisted about all that. The, the kid's gonna live. She's gonna live. It's gonna be fine. There's there's no way it's not that I know. Be fine, but they're both gonna live. Yeah, I, okay. I, something may happen, but they're both gonna live. It's gonna be okay. Okay. Are right, you ready to close this bad boy out? I am. All right, let's uh, let's do it. <sighs> was that a doozy for you? Because it was a doozy for me, guys. 
but we're back. We're back in action, and This Is Us is going to be coming to us straight for... Five weeks in a row. Five weeks in a row. (laughs) So now's the time to binge those episodes again, to really get back in the spirit, and to let people know about this podcast. That's the best thing you can do for any podcast, especially this one. It's the word of mouth, as a matter of fact, because podcasts have always been and always will be best spread by sharing episodes from word of mouth or just on social media. That's right. And speaking of social media, my computer's being wonky, so I actually can't read an iTunes review right now. But just know that the iTunes mean a lot to us. All reviews mean a lot to us. For now, my name's Mary. My name's Blake. And this is us, too.